In 17 years, I have done more than anyone else. I crushed high school at just 13 years old. It takes the rest of you 14 years just to reach the front door. I have had training from the best trainers around. I have acquired all my knowledge standing upon the shoulders of the gods, staring down upon me. And with that knowledge, I bear the power to defeat each and every one of you. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Alright, Happy New Year everyone. As always, we always endeavor to find new and interesting guests and I think you've done a good job here with this one. My guests of the program could be defined as the breathing embodiment of an angel or a fallen angel perhaps or maybe even a dark one. She's been working extremely hard to get her name out there to the wrestling public and unfortunately she's been sidelined. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. But in the meantime, till we get to that, this is the Dark Angel of Wrestling, Dominique Fabiano. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Did, now, did I pronounce your name correctly? Because, you know, everybody you has a little... Okay, I want to make sure it rolled <laughs> off the tongue pretty good. Uh, I do want to say to those that are listening that this is a little bit different than, than the norm. Uh, Miss Fabiano's on a tight, tight schedule right now, so we, we got to kind of power through this. Uh, so we're going to get the best questions that we can in while we can and uh, make this thing interesting. Okay? Okay, let's do this. All right. So before we can do any of that, we, we do have to start with the uh, the general uh, beginnings of your career. We're not, we're not going to go overly elaborate, but why wrestling? Why on earth would you pick such a, a, a job or a task or career such as this? Yeah, so I actually got into professional wrestling in a super interesting way that's not very common. Um, I had no idea professional wrestling even existed until Total Divas came on on E! And I got really interested in it. I just thought it was cool, like the athleticism of all the women on there. So I started watching Raw and SmackDown and the pay-per-views and everything. And I legit just fell in love with wrestling and all from Total Divas. And then from there, I went on Google and I was searching trainers with great accreditations and stuff. And I found um, the House of Truth with Truth Martini and Jimmy Jacobs. And then I got trained there when I was 14 years old. And I graduated the school when I was 15. Oh. Now, I, I understand that you were homeschooled. Now, would, would that have something to do with your accelerated pace? Yeah, for sure. I um, With homeschooling, my mom taught us as much as we wanted to learn. And I always loved learning. I have ADD, so I just I can never be sitting still doing nothing, basically. 
So I would just power through all my schoolwork, do it during the summer, weekends and everything. So I actually was able to graduate high school at 13 when I was about to turn 14. And then a year after that, I decided that I really wanted to do professional wrestling. Oh, my goodness. What was I doing at 13 or 14? I think I was still flunking out at that point. So. <laughs> You're doing good then. Okay, so to- total de- – now, you know, that's an interesting thing that you have there now because – to some wrestling fans, we'll, we'll just say the hardcores. Total Divas probably wouldn't be looked at as the shining example of uh, of some of the representation of women's wrestling. You know, and I'm pretty sure at this point, since you're on the independents and you've kind of come across a couple of the other girls, uh, you may know what I'm talking about at this point. But uh, now that you've gotten into the ring, you're wrestling you know at various promotions we'll get to the the names of those promotions later uh has your opinions or your outlook on the past diva incarnation opposed to the women wrestlers that they try to put out uh has it changed any in your view um as far as like the talent that they're producing now i think they're on an amazing track i mean especially all the new hired people that are working there. Um, they got signed to NXT, like Heidi Lovelace and Kimberly. Like, those are amazing women wrestlers. Like, they're amazing. And I think the WWE is on an amazing track with all the women that they're hiring right now. Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree that that they've gotten away from the uh, the Divas thing is uh, has been a good thing. Uh, so, yeah. or at least in my I mean, view. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I, I just wanted to say, at least in my view, I don't want to make it sound like it was a totally negative thing because, you know, clearly it drew interest. But, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy seeing the athleticism. I, I'll put it that way. Yeah, I definitely think the athleticism is a part that comes and goes, you know. But overall, WWE is an amazing um, company, and they do certain things to – increase viewership and eventually get to those points so i think overall they go on good track to get to the point where they want to be oh, yeah. and now with the women's title from the divas title like both of them are amazing titles and now the women's title is the new generation and they're just going on a different track now which is really cool to see yeah it's, i have to agree now I, there are some people that didn't have, that had big issues with the with the divas title uh I don't know if I had an issue with it necessarily, but uh, I, I do understand why some people had their their uh, negative opinions about it. They, they felt a little, yeah. a little bit too much like a toy, I, you know. I, but that's them. Yeah, I mean, I think it has to do with like, I mean, diva is a very empowering word too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean. Like the actual definition of it is like a hustler and just out there and getting her goals. So I think the um, definition of the Divas title is cool. Some people might take it wrong. Some people might take it right. You know, I think it just has to do with um, how you personally view the word. That's that's a good outlook. I think I think the public has taken a, a bad outlook because of the the term Diva been slapped on people with a. Uh, uh, women with high demands and things of that nature. Like, I, you know, you can only bring me a bowl of blue M&Ms. I don't want the rest of that stuff. The water has to be room temperature. 
blah, blah, blah. I, I think that's been slapped on it too much, and that might have had a little bit of a negative connotation, but we're, we're past that now, so I guess that's that's a good thing. Um, yeah. So we, we, I don't want to veer too far away from the, the subject of the evening, that being you. First off, the name. Let, let's start with that. Now, is that your actual name, or, or is this uh, something that you produced? Um. So the first name is my actual um, shoot and work name, um, basically meaning that it's like my birth name and my um, wrestling name. Um, yes. The last name is different. It's Fabiano. So that is not my um, actual last name. I actually, um, when I, my first match, I was going to go by Vanessa and I had no last name. So um, one of the guys that um, works um, in Michigan and a little, and some with um, Ring of Honor and production and stuff, Mike Z, he um, literally just gave me a whole list of probably 20 or 30 last names for me to pick. And I really liked Fabiano. So I went with that. And then I decided to change my name back to Dominique after my first match. And I loved it just going together. So so where did Vanessa come from? How, how did you uh, even begin with that? It just, just a random pull of a name? Honestly, I don't even remember. I think it was just that I had always liked that name. And I like was like, oh, I want to name one of my kids this when I get older and stuff. <laughs> so I think that was where it came from. There really wasn't any significance with it. And then um, after my first match, I was talking to my trainer, and he was like, I really think you should go with Dominique. It's a super unique name. And I was like, that really is true. Like, he was totally right. Truth was definitely right with that. It's not a, a like, very normal name, Dominique. And I haven't met another person in professional wrestling with the name Dominique. So I think his um, opinion was definitely a good opinion and stuff. Well, Truth Martina gave you the truth. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up with that one. You know, now your in-ring debut—that was uh, when you were debating with the name. What year was that? Uh, this was, I'm assuming, pretty recent, or not that long ago. Um, that was 2015. I believe it was like November 6, 2015. It was at um, Rhino's charity show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Wait. that was a pretty awesome match. I actually got to work with my assistant trainer during that match, which was pretty awesome because he knew how I worked and stuff, so, and wrestled. Were you still rocking a different hair at that point in time? Oh, let's see. I've had so many different hair colors, it's insane. <laughs> um, I believe at that time, though, I actually had brown with um, red and blonde streaks in it. So, so is the pink a temporary thing, or are you intending on that being the the defining look? I feel like every time I change my hair color, I say it's going to be the permanent one, but then like six months, maybe even two months later, I change it. But I've stayed with a variation of the pink color since April, the end of April, and I really like it, but I'm maybe considering going with black hair till I get back to wrestling around July, August. Um, but I definitely think I want to get the pink hair and, again, put my extensions back in and keep it when I start wrestling again. Okay, so so it's a strong possibility that this could be the defining look for Dominique Fabiano. Yeah, I think this is going to stay the same, maybe with a few, like a few um, purple and blue highlights through it and my extensions back in, because right now I took them out, so I have it short right now. So okay. when I get back to wrestling, we have it long with the different colors in it and the base of pink. All right, so, so we can... Uh... We got something that's marketable now. The, the whole pink look, the pink outfit, the match the hair, and all that good stuff. All right, I, I can see that. That sounds good. 
Now, you, you just touched on something that we have to talk about. Okay. I, What's I, that? The, going back to wrestling, meaning that you've been sidelined. You have a – well, I saw yeah, a picture I, of you wrapped up in a sling. or Well, actually, it looked like more than a sling when I saw it. Uh, the injury. So the injury was actually something that the doctors just said that it wasn't anything to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. My right shoulder, my left shoulder is completely fine. And the rest of my body is completely fine. But my right shoulder happened to, I was just born with um, not enough cartilage in it. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually dislocated it just doing a simple chop. And that's how it dislocated the first time. The second time was me just taking a shirt off. Um, so it wasn't anything directly to do with wrestling, which is a little insane because you think you would get injured wrestling, but it was just a normal injury. And um, so I just had surgery on that December 28th. So the first week or so, it was pretty um, hard to deal with the pain because I had surgery on the front and the back of my shoulder. I had a um, front and a rear labrum tear, uh, and I dislocated it three times. Um, after a week, it's been a week and a half, probably two weeks now actually doing pretty good to the point where I can keep the sling off for a good two to three hours at a time and yeah so it's doing pretty good right now and as far as the sling picture you were talking about they actually have a machine so I had the sling on with a pillow because the pillow um, helps the um, front of my shoulder heal and then having it back holds the back of my shoulder in place because I had double surgery on it that's what the pillow was for in between it attached to the sling. And then the machine I had on was actually an ice circulation machine, which I love that thing. I can put it on and it doesn't like have any like condensation or anything on it. And I literally left that on 24 seven for probably a week straight. It was amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was like my lifesaver, literally. Surgery. Well, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that they're, they're happy to hear that, that you, uh, you love it. <laughs> that that probably makes it all the better for him right now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you so ultimately, no, I, I don't want to say nothing too major because that that might be minimizing it, but you're gonna be fine. That that's that's yeah. the bottom line. You are expected to make a full recovery. It didn't have anything to do with what you did in the rain. Nothing, no nasty bump. You didn't fall on the concrete. Or, not, nothing crazy like that. You just, no. <laughs> you know, the, just how my shoulder was built, you know, and they honestly said that I could actually fix it with PT. It would take like two years to completely heal with PT, but I wouldn't be able to wrestle again. So I decided to go ahead with the surgery because the doctors at U of M had told me that if I do go along with the surgery, it should be good by July slash August to start wrestling again and I shouldn't have any further complications with it or any issues with it thereafter. So I decided to go along with the surgery so I can wrestle still. Okay. You know, I'm thinking that you may want to start telling people, yeah, you know, but I was in the tables match and dang it, they didn't have the cameras running. So I wish I could show you this nasty bump I took. It just would sound better. You know what I mean? That's, see that? Yeah. You know, when you get injured, you want a cool story. And mine's so lame. Like, I don't really have, like, this amazing story. Like, I took a bump off a huge building and fell on my shoulder. No, it's just how it was born, you know? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think we're just going to have to, you know, spice that story up just a little bit. It's like, yeah, you know, Dominic, she was working a double tables match off of a steel cage and scaffold took a nasty bump. I wish I had the footage for you, but I'm sorry. 
you know, we'll, we'll just we'll just go with that. <laughs> so, oh, now, for, for people who haven't seen you work, or if you for for those who haven't seen you cut a promo or you know or anything about you, describe who Dominic Fabiano is. Well, my character is not a like super girly style in the ring. I'm more on the ground, um, belly to back, sidewalk slams, more of the somewhat power moves, power bombs, stuff like that. Really? Um, but my outfit is a very um, girly pink outfit, and my Dark Angel character is a very like strong, empowering character. And um, basically, yeah, it's just a um, very unique thing that I don't think a lot of other people, or I don't really think anyone else has that exact same character and persona in the ring. And she, like, I'm a character that can be super nice and then turn sides at the same time. So super like a deceiving character. Uh, your personal preference. Would you rather be super nice out there or a little bit more angry, antsy, heelish, if you will? Yeah, honestly, I prefer being heelish because I'm not the super, like, I'm more of the shy person in natural, like, when I'm just hanging out with friends, I'm more of, like, the shy person, um, but I'm, like, the outspoken shy person, I guess is the best way to explain it. Um, I'm not mean or anything, but I'm not super bubbly, so I prefer being more healed because I'm not a super bubbly person, so it's very hard for me to be that person, and that's definitely something I have to work on is being more bubbly in the ring when I am being a face. Well, you, you sound so nice, though. I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I'm really kind of surprised. <laughs> Thank you. That's Okay, so... For promoters that are listening, she prefers heel. You know, now how you book her beyond this point, that's on you. Uh, okay, so in I guess we're two years in at this point. You said you started in uh, 2015. So how well-traveled are you? And, I mean, you've, oh, you've right. listed off quite a bit of promotions, I believe. And, um, and, and I, I forget where I read it, but, you know, Getting back to the original question, how, how well-traveled are you at this point? Um, I've worked for about, I think, approximately 50 different promotions, 50 to 60 different promotions. I've traveled um, just like a little perimeter. Um, so I've traveled from Iowa to Upper Michigan to New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island up there. I've been down to Florida, North Carolina. Um, Tennessee, Illinois, Ohio, pretty much everywhere within that perimeter of Iowa and New York and Michigan and Florida. I'm pretty much all over there. Okay. Do you have a home-based promotion that you deal with more often than not? Um, yeah, I think the promotion I work for the most um, between managing and wrestling, I have been managing a lot um, with them right now, which is Amazing because before my injury, um, be, like between my injury in September when I took off of wrestling because it was getting so bad I couldn't damage it any further, and um, between my surgery, XICW in um, Detroit, Michigan, around like the Warren area, was really awesome, and they let me still manage and gave me storylines there, and that's basically been my home promotion um, since I started wrestling. I 
that was like my third match there. And I've been working there since either managing or wrestling. So that's my home promotion, but I definitely don't have many home promotions. I pretty much just travel wherever it is giving me the best publicity and I'm getting to work with the best um, workers in this, in wrestling and stuff. I really love being able to get different experiences working and wrestling with different people. So I definitely will pick um, traveling to work with someone that I haven't worked with or that is extremely good in the ring and I want to learn from them. And also the publicity. I definitely go for those over the money and traveling clothes. So, all right. Well, that's probably good news for a lot of promoters. There, that's publicity, great. I just come on in and work for this twenty bucks, and I'll get you on tape. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure that they'll love to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but as far as experience, uh, here's a different experience that you had. You, I guess, because of the injury that you uh, got outside of the ring, uh, you went recently to. Um, uh, rise mm-hmm. and you went there but you did not work as a wrestler worked as a ref no which that was something different i have never done that in my life before so that was definitely nerve-wracking because like a ref is that's your third person in the match like in a singles match they're just in, as important as the wrestlers they're a main character in that match if they're not on point with everything the whole match is not on point so that was for sure, um, definitely something I was nervous about. Thankfully, it went good. I was able to cut a promo about my injury and um, rest there. And then Kennedy Brink came out and hurt my shoulder more, unfortunately. But and Shame then, on her. Um, I know, right? And then Soraya came out and sort of broke up the match. So that was pretty awesome. And then I stayed um, all of Shimmer Weekend except Sunday. And I helped out as much as I could. So I mostly did runs to get food and stuff for people um, <laughs> instead of, like, helping out with the ring because I couldn't with my shoulder. So I tried helping out in other ways, setting up chairs, um, serving pizza, just paying my dues so I can work at Shimmer eventually because that is one of my goal promotions to work for. That's been my goal promotion, like, even before I started wrestling. The minute I saw Total Divas and the searching promotions online and, like, where my goals are and where I want to work, that was one of them. You are quite the team player, you know that? <laughs> uh, but uh, let's address Rise real quick because they're they're fairly new. Uh, yeah. First off, you, you got to have a new experience there. You didn't go in as a wrestler, you went in as a ref. Uh, would you do it again? Would you referee again? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, yeah, so it was... And you need to be well-versed in wrestling in all different parts from refing to production to, re- to wrestling and bell ringing, just all those things are so important in the total make of the production and the show, you know? So I think all those parts are great to know, even makeup and, like, um, the gear designers, all that stuff is very valuable stuff to learn. Um, even, like, when someone needs a spot and they need you to do something, if you know how to do that, that's amazing for you because you're getting that one up. And you're getting able to experience stuff, you know, and be there and make great connections no matter what you're doing in the back. As long as you're there paying your dues and making connections, that's what really counts. It's not always about the money and how far you have to travel, you know. It doesn't matter about that stuff. Well, I don't want you to talk yourself into working for a hot dog or whatnot. So 
I love your attitude, though. I really do. I love that you want to go out there and go for the experience. But, you know, I don't want to be the interview that's responsible for promoters out there like, oh, man, we can get her for cheap. <laughs> Pay this woman, okay? Yeah, you know? Definitely, I definitely still charge, you know, <laughs> just if it just um, makes a difference between the production. You know, there's some promotions um, that obviously I wouldn't drive, like, 100, like, I don't know, I wouldn't drive 10 hours to work for if it, I'm not getting the publicity and working with amazing people or pay, you know. Obviously, I need to be compensated for gas money and stuff like that, so. But hey, definitely the, the, the experience and the, um, I either need to be getting the experience with amazing workers, the publicity, or the money. I usually just pick one of those. Very good, very good. Now, you know, uh, real quick. Uh, for those that don't know exactly what Rise is, because it's, it came off like kind of a hybrid type thing. I mean, from from best that I could tell, like it was kind of a semi promotion, but seminar at the same time, yet sister promotion to, to Shimmer. Uh, can you kind of surmise what that is, was, and you know what they were intending to do? Yeah. So. Rise is an amazing new growing promotion. They um, pair up with um, several different companies um, in the area wherever they're doing shows. And I know they're trying to go um, more like worldwide with that. So I think it's an amazing opportunity for all the women wrestlers. It's something unique. It's never been done before. It gives all the women amazing exposure. They're getting to learn stuff through seminars. So you're getting the exposure, you're getting able to train with amazing trainers. You know, we had Colt Cabana and Zaria Knight there that were training us. That was an amazing experience, even though I wasn't able to participate, just watching both of them train was insane. And I learned so much stuff from watching and taking photos and videos, you know. And Rise is definitely something that I think will grow super big and it's giving the girls exposure and also the top people in the seminar get to work on the rise show. So the fans are getting an amazing experience of all the top workers that were on that seminar. And those girls want to be there. They're not doing it because they don't want to be there. So you're getting the best of everything because those girls are going to perform to their top of their ability because they want to be there. All right. And speaking of production, because I've, I heard you mention uh, production, and, and again, I want to say this, I appreciate that you appreciate production value. I have to put that out there. But uh, speaking of that, your promo that was sent in to Rise was unique, shall we say. Yeah, that was definitely unique. Um, my assistant trainer actually helped me with that because I wasn't really sure how to do all the editing stuff, which is as far as production, what I was talking about is that I need to learn more about the production, so I know that stuff. Um, thankfully, he knew that stuff, so he was able to um, just edit the whole entire thing for me and um, help me just learn how to be more natural on um, video camera and in front of people and just had amazing prop ideas and everything. Like when I flew up and then when I flew down, it was from me actually jumping off of like a 10, 12-foot high ladder. Which is super cool. Oh, okay. Don't mess up your knees now. <laughs> yeah, literally. There's a mat underneath. I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm just just making sure. So you know, if I were to go off of that, I would say that uh, the Dark Angel has some some version of magical powers that uh, have yet to be explored. 
For sure. Okay. Uh, we're coming down to the wire now, so I have to get into this quick thing. It is random questions. It's the point of the interview where I ask just off-kilter stuff just because we have some fun with it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. What's a non-wrestling event that you're looking forward to? Oh, gosh. Um, huh. Event-wise, I don't honestly think I'm signed up to go to like any events right now. I'm excited to go down to spring break and spend time with my grandparents down in Fort Myers. Um, so that's something I'm going to do. So as far as events, I think that would be one that I'm excited to go see my grandparents down there. Okay. That counts. Uh, when, <laughs> when injured was the best thing to do at your time? Pardon? When injured, as you currently are, what's the best thing to do with your time? Um, I would say watch wrestling matches, learn. Um, right now I'm going to Michigan State University, and I'm full-time here, so I'm taking 17 credits right now this semester so I can raise my GPA so I can wrestle more when I get back. So at least I have the school part right now, so I'm definitely focusing on the school right now. Okay. And also in a few months I'll probably start managing again till August, as soon as I'm healed enough where I can manage without damaging it. Why portray a dark angel opposed to a standard one? <laughs> Have, <laughs> Have, okay. Haven't given that thought yet. Dark angel, well, she's very, um, the difference between a dark angel is basically that you're very, like, on-off on the personality. Mm. So it's different from a normal angel, and also a dark angel was sent from heaven to hell. So you have both sides. So it's not just like it's a dark angel. You have the heaven part and the hell part combined. Okay. Uh, your namesake comes, well, I'm not going to say it comes from a TV show, but there was a TV show that used that that uh, that title. The question. The movie, The Dark Angel? Yes. Or the episode? Dark Angel. Okay, it's yeah. TV show. I haven't actually seen, I don't know if it's the episodes or like a series or a movie. I'm not positive about that, but that was actually a part of why I'm trying to transform my character a little bit more um, like the main character in that um, show was because I saw the trailer of that on YouTube and I really liked how she was just out there and like kicking butt and adventurous. So now the question there is, who is the star of that television show? Uh, Jessica Alba. Hey, very good. You get okay. bonus points if you can name the creator. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I own, honestly, the only creator of any movie I can think of is like Tim Burton, but that's probably completely wrong. Uh, well, yes. It, in, in this case, it would be James Cameron. James Cameron is the, uh, the creator of Dark Angel. At least he's the one that's highly credited with it. Uh, I'm so bad with like those names and stuff. Even actresses and actors' names, like I'm so bad with them. I'm surprised I got Jessica Alba right. Well, well you you passed the test. You passed the random questions. Congratulations. So now you, the final Yay. question of the night is: uh, There's a statement that says that you get better from getting in the ring with people that are better than you. So that being said, between the ropes, who have you learned the most from so far? I as, think I've learned as a wrestler, not not somebody who's trained you, but as a wrestler, just you know somebody that you worked against. 
I think I've learned the most. Um, I learned a lot from Sue Young because she, her in-ring style is amazing. And like, I think I came out of a shell when I worked with her. Also, Santana Garrett is super awesome to work with. So I'd say Sue Young, Santana Garrett, who else? Oh, gosh. Um, Solo Darling was really awesome to work with. Um, Taylor Hendricks, um, Thunder Rosa. All those five people were, like, amazing to work with. I learned so much from every single one of them because they all have different styles and different techniques and different things they do. And I learned different things from every single one of them. Uh, that have overall made me better as a wrestler and just in this business. I'm still looking for Thunder Rosa. I love that name. That's just like one of the best wrestling names I've ever heard. It honestly is. <laughs> I love her. It just makes me She's think so of a strong sports car. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that, that is great. And Sue Young is crazy. <laughs> but, but I love Sue. Yeah, and and quick quick plug for us on our Facebook page, we have a trailer that is made for a custom movie trailer made for Sue Young. So anybody that hasn't gone there, yourself included, go to the Women's Pro Wrestling Network Facebook page and go down to videos and scan through that. There's a trailer for her in the light of the Grudge and the Rings and all movies such as that, hmm, because nice. it fits her perfectly. Yes, you you must take that. So, uh, final final question. I mean, not questions, but final statements for for promoters that would want to get in touch with you. Uh, how can they reach you? Um, you can reach me through my Facebook, which is Dominique Fabiano, um, my Twitter, um, or Instagram. But the best way to reach me is um through my email, which is Dominique D Bookings at gmail dot com, and um. Uh, probably a confusing spelling for Dominique. So that is also listed on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and everything like that. And also my website is listed on. All my info is on my website. And you can also direct message me through my website, dfdarkangel.com. And all my Twitter and Instagram, YouTube and Facebook are at dfdarkangel. Well, well, that covers a lot. She is on every platform of social media that you can possibly, well, I'm not going to say every platform, but all the popular ones. So there we, we'll go with that. So, I even have Periscope and Tumblr, and I don't think I think all my feeds automatically go there too. <laughs> oh, so you're covered. You're covered all the way around. So I think so. Hopefully, and pro wrestling feeds, I got that too. And club DMs. Okay, well, okay. Are, are you missing anything? Yeah, I think you. I think you. You got a, a lot of things there. A lot of things done. So you, Dominique is hustling, folks. She's, she's hustling to get this thing done to, to get her name out there to make you fans happy to make you promoters happy she's, she's hustling to get it all covered so I think uh, I think we've gotten a lot of ground covered there within these 30 minutes for sure I think you just definitely went over a lot of things you know and I think soft things well you know Dominic I, I, as I do with uh, my guests the door for the WPN is always open for you uh, hopefully uh, you know, we always try to get the talents to show up on our YouTube channel. Another quick plug for us, Women Pro Wrestling Network uh, on YouTube. Uh, and we always are looking to have additional faces. And hopefully one your face will show up on there one day as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Good luck to you and uh, good night. And for everybody else that's listening, 
thank you for tuning in and you can get all her social media and all that good stuff and find us on all our social platforms as well yes thank you for the interview and thank you all for listening in i appreciate it all right bye-bye Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.